Hey everybody, this is Julian McCullough. And I'm Meg Malloy. And we are the co-hosts of The Soft Spot. We're very excited for our guest this week, Mr. John Mullaney. Hello, John. How are you? Thanks for doing our show. Thanks for having me. And what are we going to discuss? Uh, we're going to discuss Mr. Rogers. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> He's a wonderful man. He is. So uh, check, check us, us out. out. Starburns Audio. The Soft Spot. We'll see you this week. Or wherever podcasts are sold. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Starburns Industries Tape of the Month Club. Twelve original cassette tapes delivered to your door. Each month, you'll receive a crisp new cassette tape of auditory delights made by some of the most funky and creative artists around. Featuring Dino Stamatopoulos, Natalie Palamides, Johnny Pemberton, Dan Harmon, future ladies of wrestling, Alan Resnick and Dina Kalberman, Dynasty Handbag, Jeff B. Davis, Rob Schraub, Lance Bangs, DJ Doug Pound, Cron, Open Mike Eagle, Ron Lynch, and on and on and on. And on. Subscribe now. $13 gets you a crisp, unique tape in the mail each month. For $20, you receive a portable cassette player so you can listen to your tapes on the go. Here's how to order. For credit card customers, please call 747-888-0945. That's 747-888-0945. Or save COD charges and log onto the World Wide Web at d.rip forward slash sbi dash p-r-e-s-s. It's a good deal. Hey, we're recording. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Oh my God. This is a very special episode. This is an emergency recording <laughs> of We're No Doctors. We're No Doctors. Welcome back. Busy's been traveling again. And you know what? happened if you follow me on Instagram or if you check Huffington Post or <laughs> people.com or uh, Vulture or it was on Kathy Lee and Hoda Good no. Morning America mm-hmm, it yeah. was? It's a real story Steve which is like a little bit speaks to the fact that like anything you can like create a story out of anything truly including your ovaries including my flipped stupid ovary fuck but anyway so we decided we would record a very special <laughs> we'll no put doctors. this one out before the emily bb yeah, episode yeah, 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 we'll yeah. Put you'll this have one to out. wait for emily bb's traveling story um but yeah so i thought i would like share what i ha- what happened and what i've learned and um with all of you <laughs> <laughs> You've been reading about it, but you're going to get the now truth get the, here. The scoop. The full the scoop. The true story. The true story. True story. I used to work on The Real World. You did not. I did. Which which ep- which seasons? Seattle. Fuck. And Hawaii. Oh, my God. Seattle is the crazy one where he throws, he slaps her in the face. Steven and slaps the, Irene. And Irene had Lyme, Lyme disease, disease yeah. which does, I guess, make, we should have somebody on who has Lyme. I'm fascinated by Lyme disease. We should get Irene on here. Do you know her? Could we get No, her? but I know people that do know her. Is she around? Is she like on I think the she scene? lives in San Francisco. Oh, that's too far. Well, Southern California, you got Lyme disease? Hit us up. <laughs> we want to talk to you. We have to do another episode at some point that's all viewer, listener mail. For sure. We have a lot of emails. We're getting a lot of emails. A lot of people are applying to be my assistant. I'm going to call some of you guys. Um, 
I appreciate the emails. <laughs> <laughs> I really do need some help around the house, clearly. Um, but so anyway, so, okay, so here's what happened. Here's the story, basically. And by the way, if my phone rings and it's Mark, I have to, we have to pause it because he's sure. shooting. It's his last two days of shooting this movie with Amy Schumer. And sure. I need to talk to him about our children before <laughs> <laughs> the end of the day. Well, speaking of sickness, your child is also sick Well, today. Cricket's got the, every time your child goes back to preschool, their immune systems are just terrible until yeah. like, well, I don't know when it, when it changes. I don't know. You're just building your immune system yeah. for the rest of your life. Right. So she went back to preschool last week and then woke up yesterday morning coughing, runny nose. And then last night it was really bad. And then this morning she woke up with a little fever. So she, my rule is I keep her home when she's got a fever. Yeah. She has to be fever free for 24 hours, Steve, before I'll allow her back. You in don't preschool. want to infect other school children. Well, you would be surprised. So many parents oh, do not care. And they send their kids with like open sores and like, by the way, you know, Birdie got, I think we talked about this. Birdie got hand, foot and mouth disease last year <laughs> at her did. elementary school. And I was so pissed because it is a highly communicative disease. And there was a little girl in her class that had it. The parents and Birdie knew she had it, but didn't think to tell me. The parents didn't tell the teachers, didn't tell the school. There was no email sent out. Like, that's the kind of thing. Wow. Hand, foot, and mouth is like the kind of thing where at a preschool, if a, if a kid has it at the preschool, yeah. you get a you get an email from the school, Whoa. like alerting you that your kid may have been exposed. And Holy like, shit. To make sure, just to be on the lookout for it. As it stood, I had no idea that hand, foot, and mouth had happened in Birdie's <laughs> class and we ended up in the ER on Thanksgiving last oh year God. because I didn't know what was wrong with her. Like she was in so much pain and had all these sores and I was like, Oh God, something's like something terrible is happening to my kid. I didn't know what it was. Did an email eventually go out saying, Hey, there's been a few kids now who've gotten. No, Oh <laughs> I should have gotten on that, Steve, but I was like very underwater at that time. I was just trying to get her better. <laughs> you were swamped. I was swamped. Um, okay, so yeah, so Cricket just is like, is yeah, your cat? cats are in the sink again. Are you kidding me? I hate them. Is that okay yeah. to say? Is this a safe space? Yeah, you can hate your cats. I'm not into it. It's like an abusive relationship. Yeah. Gildo! Oh! What is he eating? He took something. What is that? Gildo. He's eating a piece of lettuce. Ew. What is wrong with these cats? Sink lettuce. Sink lettuce. All right. So, anyway. So. Like I said, Mark is filming this movie in Boston with Amy Schumer called I Feel Pretty that I am in. I play A.D. Bryant and I play Amy Schumer's like best friends in the film. So I had one day left. I came back. I was pretty much wrapped at the end of August. I came back to bring the girls back for school and um, the house flooded. You guys heard about that. Yeah. So I had to go back for one day of work, basically uh. just like one scene, one day of work, wrap myself out. Great. And my best friend for many years, Michelle Williams, is also in the film with Amy. And it, the, it coincided with her birthday, which is mm, so cool. So I good. was there. I never get to, she lives in New York. I never get to really hang with her for her birthday. So it was like worked out. Mm-hmm. So last week, <laughs> 
I had started to feel this pain in my right side, like about where my ovary is or where I imagine my ovary is. Like a pretty consistent, sharp needling pain. But wait, so this was more than one day that you felt? Oh this yeah, pain? it was about five days before oh. before the attack, before the attack, oh, before the flip. Jesus. So, and I was sort of like, and I think that the ladies listening will understand. Like a little bit, I operate under the idea that being a woman is pain, and like, <laughs> <laughs> and that like. Of course, like, of course, out of nowhere, my ovaries hurting. I'm 38. Who knows what's happening this month? And I was like, I'm probably just ovulating. And it's like, I've heard about this. Like women get like ovulation cramps. Maybe it's a tiny cyst and it'll like, it's nothing to be super alarmed and go to my doctor about because it wasn't like preventing me from working out, preventing me from like lifting my children up. It wasn't like... It was a slight annoyance. It was an annoyance, but like within the within the reason of like we women have cramps, we mm-hmm. have like pain in our bodies and we just like power through. You know what I mean? Because if like men had to deal with this, it would yeah, be yeah. a whole... I mean, well, everyone would be addicted to oxycodone. Yeah, no one would get any work done. No one would do anything. I'd just stay in bed all day. Did you hear that Elizabeth Taylor when they were filming Cleopatra? I don't know if this is true, but I remember reading this like Vanity Fair article about the most expensive movie ever made, which was Cleopatra. Uh And it basically like cost, like I think it was Sony or whatever, whatever company it was, like they had to sell, they used to own like all of Culver City and they had to like sell off like 90% of the lot. But anyway, so when they're filming Cleopatra, apparently um, Elizabeth Taylor had in her contract that she wouldn't work the week before, the week during, or like three days after her period. Which means that she would like essentially only work for like a week and a half a month, right? Amazing. (laughs) I want to be that guy. Wow. I know. Actually, I mean, I'm not sure if that's a, if that's, if I'm remembering that correctly, but I remember reading it at the time and just being like, she knows what's up. She knows what. That's amazing. Um, So anyway, so have this pain. Also, I'm like running errands. I have to leave for Boston. I have my children here alone without, you know, a spouse or any help. Did you fly back just so they could go to school? So they could start. I no, I wouldn't. You were have only stayed. back for like, like a week. Yeah, but like I had a whole week off. I wouldn't have stayed in Boston oh for a God, week. I would have. Well, you already know. We already discussed it. I was not super happy there. I like wanted yeah, yeah. to get back to my routine. <laughs> and right. by the way, in that week, Steve, I like dropped seven pounds immediately. I like felt oh, so much better nice. and healthier aside from the pain in my <laughs> right side. The inconvenient pain. Um. So. Mm. I needed some chlorophyll water. Sorry. Um, so, so pain in my side on the airplane, actually, it like kind of was getting annoying, the pain, but I was just dealing with it, moving through and went to work on Friday and they ended up not getting to us, getting to our thing. And they were in the same scene for two days. So Saturday, which was Michelle's birthday, they're like, you're going to have to come back and film your reaction shot your last thing okay so I go back and it's hurting me but it's like getting a little bit worse but like same level ish of pain within reason I go back 
I filmed my scene. There's discussion about whether or not AD and I can be wrapped or if they'll maybe see us in the deep background of like the over the shoulder shot of uh-huh. Amy, which uh-huh. is like so annoying. Cause if there's one thing I like did not sign up for in this business, it's extra to be an extra. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, but again, it's like my husband's movie. And so I have to be a team player. Sure. which I hate no I'm kidding Um, so but it's Michelle's birthday dinner Michelle's having like a birthday dinner it's her birthday and they're like well you have at least we have to go outside and film this scene so you have at least three hours off of shooting I'm like okay cool so I go to dinner with her I have two tequilas at dinner full disclosure some crab legs (laughs) you know I love crab legs Crab legs are great. Love crab legs. Yeah. But the crab legs actually come into play because, you know, you dip them in butter. Oh, yeah. So, so good, Steve. I know. And after (laughs) you guys will listen to this next week or the next time we were, but after the Emily Beebe thing where she talks about gallbladders, when the attack happened to me, I was like, is it my appendix? Is it a gallbladder? Because I just ate butter and crab legs. Legs. Yeah. So anyway, I get the text. We need you to come back to shoot your background work. Mm-hmm. I say goodbye to Michelle. Now, after the fact, I talked to Michelle the next, I mean, I saw her the next day and she was like, you said three times during dinner that you're ovary hurt. I was like, really? I don't even remember Whoa. that. She's like, you, yeah, you just like mentioned it three times that you were like having a pain. I'll have another tequila. My ovary hurts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More butter, please. My ovary my hurts. My ovary is in pain. <laughs> so I get into my Uber And like one minute into the ride, all of a sudden I get this like insane pain. That's like all encompassing. Like it's my right side, my lower right side. Like it felt like labor. The only thing I can liken it to is labor pain, which I have been in. Mm -hmm. Never had a kidney stone, but um, it felt like labor pain. And it was like I was having trouble breathing. I like started texting Mark immediately saying, here, wait, should we read the text? Yeah. By the way, when you texted me before you fully knew what it was, you said it, it's either a kidney stone or it's my ovary. Yeah. we They had determined that by the time I had texted you from the hospital. Steve mm-hmm. and I like to send each other pictures of ourselves in emergency rooms. This has been going on for quite some time. That's right. <laughs> Well, we'll have a, a good new photo for the, um, the, yeah, I have a the couple. no docs. We did Instagram. definitely did, definitely did, uh, uh, photo shoot in the ER cause I was feeling better. Um, hold on. I have to scroll back. Mark and I text a lot. By the way, this is a Barbie hanging upside down from your window. There. What? Oh yeah. <laughs> Welcome to my, my world with two girls. Um, okay. So hold on, hold on. It's really a lot. Okay. So I started texting Mark at 10 15. Uh-huh. So I'm in the, I'm in the car and okay. And I write at 10 15, I write, Oh no, Mark <laughs> question mark. <laughs> I feel terrible. Like my ovary feels insane. Like so much pain all of a sudden. Fuck. And he wrote shit and I wrote, I'm in a car. <laughs> fuck. And he wrote, okay. And I wrote, it hurts everywhere. And he wrote Advil looking up online. And I wrote, no, I'm going to throw up. And he wrote, Oh no. <laughs> and then guys, cause it's full. Did disclosure, you throw up? I dry heaved a bunch. 
Oh man, that's brutal. I did puke when I was in labor with my girls. Uh-huh. And now I wrote in my vagina and butt too. It hurts everywhere all of a sudden. <laughs> in my butt. You know what I mean? Like it was like the pain was Ooh, I know everywhere, exactly. Steve. It was like I thought it was like it was like I was gonna just like I'm my, gonna throw up. I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> My vagina butt. Oh my god, that sucks. Every, so hurts everywhere. All of a sudden, fuck again. And then he wrote, "Oh, honey, I'll look up hospitals. Tufts Hospital is very close." And then I said, "I'll go back to that room and see if maybe I can be okay." Such a such like the move of a mother, like yeah, of yeah, like yeah. someone power who's just it. like, "I'm gonna just power through this." So they had for us. We were shooting at a hotel. They had I had like a hotel room as my dressing room. Nice. Um, because base camp was too far, Steve. And um, so <laughs> so I got a hotel room. Guys, is this relatable? Is this? Okay. All, all you people who are listening to this in an emergency room waiting room right now. Um, so so I said, I'm going to go back to that room and see if maybe I can be okay. And then I wrote, it's weird. I don't want to be dramatic, but shit, fuck. And then he wrote, we're so, not going to fuck around with this. So much and I said, okay. Cursing. Oh, no, I feel like I'm going to cry. I need to curl up. Fuck. <laughs> I'm in a I'm in an Uber. Yeah, and then yeah. he wrote, Okay, just get here is the pain sharp. Now we're at ten twenty. So it's been mm-hmm. five minutes. Mm-hmm. And I wrote, Fuck Mark, I think I might have to go to the hospital. And he said, Where are you? And I said, Two minutes away. And I said, I don't know what's wrong with me. Appendicitis. And he said, I don't know. I'm looking that up too. No, that has a fever. Upper abdominal pain on the right side, sharp on lower right side. So I had sharp on lower right side. I didn't have any other. I didn't have any upper mm-hmm. abdominal pain. So then, then the text stopped. Was it, it was in the front too. Yeah, it was oh, in the front. Okay. It wasn't in the back, which is like the kidney. That's kidney. Yeah. Stone is like in your lower back. So it was yeah. all in the front. It was like referring down, like everywhere on my right side. It felt like someone was. I, it, I can't even describe it. It was like twisting and Ugh. painful. And uh, I mean, like even like the guy that my Uber driver was like, are you okay? Cause I think I was just like breathing weird and like starting to make weird noises. Like what did he think? He thought I was going to vomit in his car. <laughs> I think I have a drug addict. And I literally car. was like, I'm good. I think I'm having, I said to, cause I didn't want to say to him to the Uber driver that I thought I was having like an ovary pain. Yeah. Is this construction noise going to bug us? No, I keep watching your cat. What is he doing? <laughs> Wait, hold on. I got to get him. Okay. So anyway, but I was clearly in pain. And so I said to the Uber driver, I was like, I think I'm having an appendicitis. And he's like, what? Do you need to go to the hospital? And I was like, no, this is fine. Just take me to this hotel. <laughs> <laughs> there's, <coughs> there's, a, <laughs> there's a doctor at the hotel. Well, there's a set medic for sure. Oh, that's true. Who, by the way, I didn't even see. The set medic was like dealing with some other I never situation. see them. I never. No. Yeah. God bless. But they just like give you Advil. That's yeah. Basically. You want an emergency? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Tums. So, um, yeah, I was like, and then I had the thought, because I had a friend who was on a set and left because he was having really bad, like cavity pains, like chest pains. And he thought he was, you know, he's like 40, whatever, thought he was having a heart attack, went to the ER and like literally had gas. 
You know what I mean? I've done that. And like, and like he felt like so embarrassed and like he had held up this production and they'd had to rework their schedule and like he just had gas, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did have that moment because of that hearing, knowing about that where I was like, do I just have gas or is this like indigestion from crab legs and tequila? Uh Like what is happening? Um, Am I being dramatic? Am I really in this much pain? But then when I started when I got in the hotel room and I couldn't, I was wearing tights and a dress. I had changed to go out to dinner for Michelle's birthday. And I, (laughs) I couldn't, I got, what is happening? Hold my phone never rings. You have a landline. Oh my God. I am sweating from laughing so hard. Um. At my vagina and butt. <laughs> Is that the name of the episode? My vagina and butt. Yes, it might be. My vagina and butt hurts too. Um, <sighs> oh my God. It's my contractor. Hold Take on it. one second. You guys want to listen to this? I, yeah. Hello, Dwayne. <laughs> Hi. Oh, great. Okay. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. All right. That's great. Sounds perfect. Okay. Bye. Guys, it's all happening. The flood remediation work is being done. It's all happening. Remember I said I was going to move out? I decided Mm. against it. Good. It's a great place. No, I just mean temporarily. I still might sell it. Oh, oh, okay. Um, Okay, so, oh, so... I was wearing tights and a dress. I got into the like hotel room that I was using as my dressing room. I couldn't even get my tights like down to my knees before I literally like collapsed into a ball on the floor. Jesus. And was like dry heaving. That's how much pain I was in. And that's how Mark, my husband, found me <laughs> when wow. he came up to the room. I was like hysterically crying and dry heaving. And he was like, what do we do? And he's like, can I, can we get you in a car to the hospital? And I was like, no, I think we have to call an ambulance. Like, and he was like, okay, okay, fuck, fuck. And he was trying to like text people on set, like the producers and the other, he's co-directing with his like long time writing partner, Abby. He was trying to text Abby. They were setting up this shot that we would be in the deep background and literally was getting texts from Abby like, can she just like stand in the background? Oh, no. Like she wasn't there, so she didn't know. Hey Cricket, you wanna say hi? Hi. Okay. What's <laughs> you up, feeling baby? all right? Um, I took the Tylenol. You did? Buddy, high five. I love you. I love no. you. Was it so bad? No. Okay, t- what do you want to tell Steve? I taste like vanilla. You taste like vanilla? Or the Tylenol tasted like vanilla? The Tylenol tastes like vanilla. Oh, yum. All right. <laughs> she's dressed like a princess, too, by the she, way. Um, yeah, she had a little fever. She has, has this fever. Low grade. 100. 100.0. Yeah. Kid stuff. Kid stuff. Back to school stuff. So anyway, he's not getting a great response from the people that we're working with. Like They're mm-hmm. like, can she just like make it? Because they're not there, so they don't know that I'm like literally writhing in pain. Yeah, yeah. And I had mentioned it to Adie and <laughs> Amy. We're going to Toys R Us. Oh my God. Toys R Us is legitimately your favorite place on earth. Yes. I love Toys R Us too. <laughs> Are you Who's really on taking your dress? me there? Who's that on your dress? Um, 
Is that a princess? Oh my god. Wait, yeah, I'm obsessed with it's, it's Princess Um Elsa. Princess Elsa. All right, little one. I'll let you know about Birdie, Nana. Thank you. Do you guys, this is a real intense insight into my uh, life right yeah, now. Yeah. Calls from my contractor. Construction. Our daughter's nanny, who's Sick the greatest, kids. who does everything so I don't have to. Text messages from the Thrilling Adventure Hour crew because it's Paul F. Tompkins' birthday today. Oh, that's right. Um, so anyway... I'm writhing on the floor in pain. Mark is, we're like sort of weirdly paralyzed in what to do. Mm-hmm. An ambulance seems dramatic. Do you know what I mean? At the same time, I was dry heaving and like sobbing hysterically and had tights around my knees and was like curled up in a ball. Yeah. So then that's weird. I asked Mark unzip my dress. Like, so I got my dress off. So I was like, <laughs> it's funny. It's like, it was similar to labor. Like I wanted, like I needed all my clothes off of me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I was like trying, I was just like standing up. I was like moving around and like trying to like find different positions to make it feel better. And then all of a sudden it like broke and it was fine. Like the yeah. pain stopped. Yeah. And he was like, what the fuck? I'm like, I don't know. I like literally feel 90% better right now. And that pain, that nagging pain that I'd had for five days Gone also too. went away. What so the fuck? legitimately he gets a text from their first AD. That's like, we're ready for the shot. Can she do it? So I'm like, fuck. All right. Yeah. Put my dress on me. Oh my God, <laughs> Steve, dude. Literally put my dress on me. I walked downstairs. I'm like, sweating like so like I mean I must have looked kind of crazy but I'm in the deep background anyway so it doesn't matter um I hope it makes it in the movie for sure it will so I'm in the (laughs) deep background they do the shot like two or three times one of the producers comes up after the third one and she's like you're going to the hospital like we're we have a car waiting outside for you good Mark's gonna leave set good he doesn't I mean that's, I guess, the perks of two directors, right? Yeah, yeah. He's like, Mark's going to leave set. Doesn't hurt. Um, You guys go. So we went to Mass General. Yeah. Where I weirdly had already been pre-registered because <laughs> the sinus pre-registered. infection. Well, the sinus infection doctor that I was referred oh, to yeah. that I went to go see was a Mass General doctor. So, like, they had all my insurance information and, like, nice. all my information. So, it was kind of genius. I sort of nice. just, like, went in. But then the girl like knew who I was the registration girl and she's like I'm gonna put you in a private room and you don't have to like sit in the you can do all your Instagram stories you can take do the photo shoot yeah look at how nasty my IV bruise is oh yeah I mean I feel like it looks pretty nasty but it's all right. it's pretty bruised so yeah so they came in they gave me the IV the girl you know the first doctor examined Uh me I had all women physicians which I love nice I do too um and they came in and, um, oh, and she said, um, and so the pain was referring to your vaginal area and your rectum. Yes. Wait, hold on. Uh-huh. Oh, wait, she's back. I got dress. You Great. sure did. You're wearing a new dress with a kitty on it. All right. Give me a kiss. Have fun. Feel better. She kissed the mic. Oh. I love you. I love you. No, you're going to get so sick now. Disgusting. (laughs) Um, 
so and she said oh the and the pain referred to your like vaginal area and your rectum and in my head i'm not kidding you i was like rectum that's the correct word instead of asshole which is or what butt. i had said your butt <laughs> yeah my butt hurts my butt hurts um anyway <clears throat> so uh then it was just like a lot. I guess when you know when you go to an emergency room on a Friday or a Saturday night, there's like a lot of waiting. So yeah. <laughs> we had to wait for the ultrasound machine to be available. Once I went in there and I did the, she did like the external ultrasound to check my kidneys and like to make sure all that was okay. And then the internal ultrasound, which all ladies know all about, mm-hmm. um, where they stick the like wand up your vag and look at your ovaries and your uterus and um and then and then like like when i go to my obgyn and we do an ultrasound or whatever like because i went yesterday yes baby (gasps) those are beautiful new shoes i have the same i have the same shoes i'll be back okay thanks arnold bye cutie um, I guess Ileana made a deal with her that she would take her to Toys R Us if she took her Tylenol. So not bad. <laughs> you got to yep. keep a promise. Take her, yeah. Get take her to Soup Plantation. See if she'll eat any soup. Ooh. <laughs> Bye, little chicken. Bye, Chica. Oh Chica? boy, she just said bye, Chica. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? In Sp- oh, that was Spanish. Okay, cool. Oh, it was Spanish. Adios. <laughs> Adios, cricket. Adios, cricket. Hasta la vista. Baby. Hasta la vista. <laughs> that means goodbye. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay it good. does. Good. Thanks, Crix. Um, she seems like she could be in preschool. I'm just gonna say it. Yeah. She does not seem like she needs the day off. But the fever is the thing. Yeah. Can't take chances. All right. So. Where are we at? Okay, so I'm in the hospital. So we wait for the ultrasound. The inter- when she, as soon as she did the internal ultrasound and she went to my right side, it was like very painful. Like, so I knew I wasn't. I did have that moment when I was laying there again because the pain had subsided so much <clears throat> that I was like, oh, maybe I'm crazy. And it was just like gas or something weird and I'm fine. Mm-hmm. But then when the inter- internal ultrasound happened and it was like anytime the wand was near my tender. right side it was like so tender and painful mm-hmm. I was like oh okay something happened yeah and then we had to wait for them to read the ultrasound and then we had to wait for the doctors to come back so we were there like five hours and they did take really really good care of us but like this is the were problem you on drugs no I didn't need any no painkiller oh yeah you were a lot better they gave me an IV of fluids just uh-huh. for fun you know or like whatever yeah for the because I had the IV. Because they had to do something. They had to do something. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, and so then she came in, and initially they said they sh- that they were pretty sure that I wasn't having appendicitis, and they gave that like they took my blood right away because they can see if you have elevated white blood t- right. cell count that that could be <clears throat> appendicitis. Right. Um. So she's like right away they ruled out appendicitis, and then they thought that it could either be the kidney stone like dropping into my like that I had had a kidney stone and that it dropped into my bladder yep. and that was the pain that's how it is for me I've had three kidney stones and you can tell the moment it gets out of your uh, ureter from your kidney 
the painful part is once it dislodges your kidney, the six inches or whatever it is of tiny, thin ureter that the stone right. has to pass through. Once it gets to the bladder, there's no pain. There's no and pain. And you can feel it, just like you said, in a, in an instant. Right. And so what I had described, they were like, <clears throat> it's possible that that's what you had had. And you had had this pain for days. But she's like, but the positioning of the pain doesn't really make sense. So right. it feels like it's your ovary and you're right. Mm -hmm. And she's like, and it feels like you had a cyst that burst or ruptured on mm -hmm. your ovary. So let's check Oof. it out. So then after the, after the ultrasound was all said and done... They came back and she was like, it feels like we think you had like a little bit of a torsion, an ovary torsion um, and possibly a cyst because there's fluid in your cavity and like around the ovary. Uh -huh. And uh, and I said, well, what's a torsion? And she said, well, it's where your ovary gets heavy. Your right ovary is enlarged, which is like probably due to a cyst or some sort or several <clears throat> cysts mm -hmm. possibly. And your ovaries are just like apparently floating inside your body cavity, which I never knew. I thought they would be like tacked down to something. <laughs> I think everything in your body is just floating around. And it's just like, yeah, solidly in there. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. Fascinating. But so your ovaries are floating around. If one of your ovaries gets weighed down by like a cyst, and or is enlarged because of ovulation. Both of those are like possibilities in my case. The ovary kind of just like flops over. Yeah. In like a true major torsion, ovary torsion, which I did not have clearly because mm -hmm. I didn't have to get surgery. The ovary gets so twisted up that like it cuts off blood supply yeah. to the fallopian tubes and the ovaries. It kills the ovary. The ovary kills, dies. Ovary dies. They have to go in, remove it, remove the fallopian <laughs> tubes. Occasionally people are on top of it and they catch the flipped ovary and they can surgically go in and put it back and save the ovary. Um, so I had a torsion that like righted itself is their theory and possibly is that how they pronounce it torsion i always thought it was torsion she said torsion but all right um she would know yeah i think you know uh and she was like the obgyn on call is like swamped right now upstairs which i imagine is like in the birthing center yeah, or whatever and she's sure. like so Ideally, we would like want to wait for her to come down and examine you and give you the all clear before you leave. But since you, I know you're from Los Angeles and you're going back soon. Yeah. If you just promise us that you're going to come. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like, she was like, you're in no immediate danger. Like it's fine. And you're in no pain. Yeah. But so they basically were like, you need to follow up with your primary, you know, your primary OBGYN as soon as you're back in LA. And... If you have the pain at all, it, yeah. especially like in the next 24 hours, yeah. come back immediately. Tell them it, like immediately what it is yeah. um, because you'll need to probably have surgery to, to fix it. Ugh. But yeah, but it didn't. It was fine. It like fixed itself. The next day I slept a lot. We didn't get home till like 430 in the morning. Um, woke up the next day and like. I felt weird. I definitely felt weird. Like my body cavity felt weird. <laughs> like inside, <laughs> internally. Yeah. Felt weird. Yeah. But then just like lived my life that day and 
Like I had some rosé in the afternoon. It was fine. I was totally fine. And I posted the picture on Instagram and I'm so glad that I did because I, you know, obviously from people's responses, it's like, it is something that I think we talk about here all the time and is important, which is like, listen to your body. Even if it is gas, like, you know what? It's better to be safe than dead. I mean, if you have things to live for, I guess. Well, it it would have been horrible if it was like your like you said, like your appendix had burst and you kept ignoring it. Although from what I hear, when it bursts, it's kind of hard to ignore because that's I had my appendix removed. I um, I mean, (laughs) yeah, I had my appendix out when I was 18. Um, It didn't burst, luckily, but it was that thing where I was about to. I was like, yeah, I was like, something's wrong. I gotta go to a doctor. And is so, this noise gonna bug us? Or I don't think it'll be be bad. Okay. I mean, the listeners know there's construction going on at your house. Guys, what's happening here? Everything. So my friend literally texted me yesterday. She's like, "I feel like everything's falling apart for you. Is there anything I can do?" I was like, "Jesus." I mean, now that you put it that way, yeah, kind of. You know, it's happening. Hannibal, I'm gonna rebuild. You know, H- what I mean? Hannibal Burris on his first comedy album has a bit where he talks about he had testicular torsion. Oh, like one of his yeah. testicles got twisted up. Yes. And he had to have surgery. And the yeah. doctor said, you're lucky you came in because if you had waited, it cut off blood flow and oxygen or whatever to your testicle. So it yeah. was, it would have died if you would just let it and you would yeah. have to have it removed. She, she uh, told me all about testicular torsion as well. The fact that this shit can happen to your body. So dumb. Like, do better, body. Makes you want to just do nothing but stand perfectly still all the time. Wait, but you know that I asked her if jumping on a trampoline. Oh, yeah, yeah. What did she say? (laughs) She looked at me like really strange and she's like, I mean, are you jumping on a lot of trampolines? I was like, well, yeah. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Like, for an hour. And she's like, really? I was like, yeah. It's my workout. And she's like, oh. No, I don't think it could cause an ovary to flip. You need the, like the weight of the. It flips because it's like misweighted because it has like a cyst or. But then what makes it flip back? You trying I to find think, a position for know. it to. I think my cyst burst. I think it was like all simultaneous. <sighs> but then I went to. I landed at LAX, called my OBGYN who I didn't even get to talk to because I didn't call him on a Sunday. I didn't want to bug him. Right. I was like, I'll just talk to him on Monday <sighs> and went directly into his office. Got, he did an ultrasound. We talked, he looked at my ovary. He looked at like the report that they sent from mass gen. And he was like, yeah, I mean, you know, you probably had a torsion that wasn't like a full twisty, messed up torsion (laughs) and the pain was like it flipping around like it probably like I probably didn't have the torsion for five days that was probably the cyst yes and then Jesus Christ whatever happened either either I was ovulating or like something happened to cause it to like start to move and it just went nuts and then it flipped back and I was you know but the pain was like super intense and I do think like I'm glad I know about it I'm glad I went to the doctor I do 
see a scenario in which if I were in LA by myself with the girls and that had happened, I wouldn't have gone to the ER. Really? Yeah. Once the pain stopped, you would yeah. have been like, all yeah. right. That was weird. Hope I'm okay. And you probably would have been since it had de-flipped yeah. or de-flopped. Right. But now I know. It's good to go just to find out what it is or was or could have been. Right. And Dr. Crane, who's my OBGYN that you maybe have seen on a show called Keeping Up with the Kardashians, I'm just saying. Oh, my God. I share an OBGYN with the Kardashians. Amazing. In fact, Cricket was due right around when North was due. <laughs> North, <laughs> Northwest. Northwest. And I remember like having this pregnancy panic that like we were going to weirdly be in labor at the same time and that he was going to choose her. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's Over the thing. me to deliver. And then I would get like the B doctor. Yeah. You'd just get an intern or a nurse. I would just like, no, he's got another doctor in his practice. But I, that didn't happen. How close were they born? Well, she had, Kim had, I followed her pregnancy very intensely because I knew we had the same doctor and, mm-hmm. uh, well, also I find them fascinating, but, um, yeah. so she had preeclampsia and, uh, she gave birth to her early because she had to get her out. What's she preeclampsia? Had like hard, she had like a hard pregnancy. Preeclampsia is like elevated something. Yeesh. Um, let's look it up. Clampsia. Preeclampsia. Preeclampsia. Yeah, before the clampsia. It's before the clampsia. So anyway, preeclampsia talks, oh, high blood pressure, swelling of the hands and feet and protein in the urine, but it can be really high blood pressure and it can be really, um, dangerous. Uh, so she had that. And so she had her baby like five weeks early and then cricket was born. Dr. Crane delivered her. The miracle of life. Miracle of life. I hate that everything is just floating around in our bodies. It is fucking crazy that upsetting shit doesn't happen more often. It seems like you should be going to the doctor once a week for something weird. Yeah, I totally agree. Oh, my lungs twisted. (laughs) Like, can that happen? No, no. I think your lung, your organ, most of your organs are like major things. And every, but that's also incredible too, that our bodies, that that shit doesn't happen more often, that your bodies are so almost perfectly designed that they like are able to handle it. Dr. Crane told me now he's an older OBGYN and has been practicing for, I think close to 40 years. Wow. He's like getting ready to maybe retire. I don't know. Um, I love him so much, but he told me, that back in the day when women would go into the ER with this pain before like ultrasounds were really prevalent, Mm -hmm. they would just assume it was appendicitis and just go in and take the appendix out. (laughs) They didn't really even know what ovary torsion was. You know what I mean? I had my appendix out 30 years ago. I was 18 and that it was basically that they they weren't a hundred percent sure it was my appendix. Did you ever find out? No, but it certainly wasn't ovary torsion. No, but the fact that the pain 
stopped after my appendix was out. I'm fairly certain now that that's what it was. Right. But they, I was in the hospital for days. They were doing all sorts of tests, and they're like, "We can't find anything." But I had, you know, pain right in my like lower that. right abdomen. They're like, "It's, you know, that's usually your appendix." And Birdie's little best friend had his appendix out like two years ago. As a little like kid. Yeah, he had appendicitis. Ugh. I asked his dad because I was like, how did you even know that it was so serious when he was six to take him to the hospital? He's like, oh, we knew. He was like... Screaming. Yes. And like grabbing his right side and then throwing up in pain. Like, it's yeah. painful, man. Yeah. And I didn't even have a burst appendix. It was just... It's just a weird aching, stabbing... You're kind of bent over and can't really stand that up. That was kind of what I had, but it wasn't my appendix, which but it makes sense that like they used to take, I'm so annoyed at this construction, Steve. What are they doing? Is that outside or inside? That's inside. They have to rip up the floor in the upstairs bathroom that the cat's flooded. We have to lose all the tile. My and that's all day. Well, this is Off just, and on all day. No, this is, today is the first time I'm hearing this. While you were back in Boston, were they working on all this no. shit? Oh, that's they were drying it out. <sighs> it's also. Have you seen all the flood? Like, are the walls all like? No, they dried it out. They put these like crazy. I mean, is that enjoyable to listen to? I got to get the fuck out of here. I think. Well, let's see. Yeah, we've we've done forty five minutes. Um, they had these like giant dehumidifying machines that would empty like dump water into the sinks it was crazy whoa the machines are like they seal off the room and it just pulls all the moisture pulls out all of the, the moisture out of the out of everything wood yeah yeah it was weird um so yeah so that's my experience <laughs> <laughs> if you have pain in your right side Oh, by the way, or your vagina or your butt. (laughs) (laughs) It is like 80% of the time, the right ovary that has torsion. Really? Isn't that interesting? I wonder why that is. I don't know. I don't know. I wonder if it's more for people who are left-handed on the left side. I don't. (laughs) I don't. I'm grasping at stress. But you know, my spastic colon... (laughs) is my left side. That's a sharp, hard, sharp pain on my left side. So I knew Jesus that it wasn't Christ. that. Yeah. God damn it. But now I'm on the lookout for this. If I have it again, I'll go immediately to the doctor. Now, you know, that was the one thing about having a kidney stone is when I had my other two, I immediately knew what it was and went right to the emergency room. Um, Yeah. Well, how are you feeling? Is everything good for you? Everything's good. I don't feel shitty. I don't feel dizzy for the most part. Cool, um, cool. Been working. You're still dieting. Been working a ton. Not as much because I've diet been working. Is like weirdly making you lightheaded. Maybe. <laughs> but I've been working. I've worked two weeks straight. Mm-hmm. Like I've had maybe one day off in two weeks. And uh, I think being busy helped. And um, Ugh, wow, Steve. that's crazy. Steve, I wonder how much of, of this you can actually hear. We'll have to listen back. Yeah. 
I mean, I gotta get, I gotta get out of here. Yeah, I'm gonna go work. Go somewhere. I'm gonna go right on my book, right on my book. Oh, how's that right going? How's your book going? My book's going good. I have like <laughs> 90 pages done. I think of it. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot. It's more than I've ever written in a book. Yeah, I'm like super into it, and uh, I think people are gonna. There's a lot. There's a lot to wade through. <laughs> Where do you write when you can't obviously write here when the I would not want to write at home anyway. It's yeah. distracting. I like going to hotels. I go to Joshua Tree when I need to write. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I don't have that luxury of children, but um like so I can't like <laughs> I'm gonna like Wow. So unpleasant. Full construction okay. zone here. Um but I I go to coffee shops. I go to um I go to like random different coffee shops. I feel like it's almost always different. Can I tell you the most productive was when we were in South Carolina. There's this coffee shop in downtown Charleston called Mm -hmm. Black Tap that Mm -hmm. has the best cold brew ever in the history of the world. Mm -hmm. And I would drink that cold brew and the light was really good in there. And I would just fly like, you know, like. Or just get it all out. Um, that's good. Yeah, I'm waiting to hear from my editor actually on something I turned in over the weekend. Um, she, uh, <laughs> I can't. So Steve, this is this is my yeah, life. Naps are definitely out when this shit's going on. Who takes naps? Sometimes I do. Really. Very rarely. I, I, I try not to because I over nap. Like if I lay down and then you're like, it's eight thirty PM. Yeah. I'll lay down at like, I'll make the mistake of laying down for a nap and waking up at like 7 PM. And then no. I'm like, well, I'm up until four in the morning now. <sighs> what is that noise? I don't know, but it's really. I just cranked the microphone up. All right. Well, that was a good episode. Yeah, guys, I learned a lot. I I did too via my experience. If your vagina and butt hurts, guys, you might have ovarian don't torsion. Be a hero. <laughs> don't be a hero. Get yourself to, to a hospital, hospital, a doctor for sure, urgent care, for someone sure. who knows more about medicine than you. I mean, yes, which is like anyone. Um, and you guys, and don't. Wow, that's crazy. This noise is really unpleasant. Take everything we say with a grain of salt because you know, we're, no, we're no, doctors. no doctors. Feral audio. Hey everyone, it's me, Steve. Ag, you know. <laughs> I'm here to let you know that Starburns Audio has a new survey. Uh, just go to starburns.audio slash survey. Um, we're trying to get to know our listeners a little bit better. Uh, and it only takes a few minutes, I promise. But uh, it makes a massive difference to the podcasters at um, Starburns Audio. Believe me, we uh, are trying to get to know a little bit more about you, what you like, what you don't like. Um ideas you may have to make things run smoother. Um, this really is a helpful survey because um, currently podcasting is still kind of like the Wild West. We still don't know a lot. It's uh, it's a new medium. 
Um, so your responses make everything a lot easier. Uh, it's incredibly helpful and uh, incredibly quick. So again, just go to starburns.audio slash survey and uh, fill it out. Help Help a brother out, all right? <laughs> Thanks, guys. Hello, I'm Kyle Ayers. I'm the host of Never Seen It, the podcast where comedians rewrite famous movies and TV shows they've never seen, and then we give them a read in studio. This is a clip I want to play for you guys from an episode where Langston Kerman rewrites Scarface. He's never seen it, but he wrote a script based on what he thinks he knows about it. And here's a clip. Give it a listen. All right. Scarface, the new frontier. Interior. Happening discotheque. Remember when we call clubs discotheques? <laughs> LOL. The 70s were crazy. Night. The crowd bustles with young, hot Mexicans who are supposed to be Cuban and all are dressed in butterfly collared shirts and pants that look like Jinko jeans and pleated khakis had a really weird baby. <laughs> There's sex in the air and Poppy wants a whiff. <laughs> oh my God. Scarface, 22 to 45. <laughs> like he's a television audience demographic? <laughs> Devilishly handsome. Not even a little bit Italian looking, so get that out of your dumb brain. Walks through the crowd with the confidence of a man who's going on MTV Cribs with the Ying Yang Twins. <laughs> Does he actually have a scar on his face? Fuck no. Why would, he even, why would you even ask that? That's not important. What's important is that he is not at all a problematic stereotype <laughs> and that he has come for his cocaine. <laughs> As he approaches the red rope of the VIP, pronounced V-A-P-E in Spanish, <laughs> oh my God. he spots his dear friend who is almost certainly going to become his enemy by the end of the film, Smooth Skin. <laughs> Scarface yells out his signature line. <laughs> Ciao, Bella. It's me, Scarface. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 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 <laughs>